Hello, everyone. Welcome to another very special episode of my perfect little podcast that I have set up in my basement, because that's where my laptop and my microphone is. Also, it's a lot less noisy. There's a lot less noise down here. But <clears throat> welcome to another special, super cool, awesome episode of Sharp Talks. It's the podcast with Sharp Talks and even sharper topics. As always, I am your host, Sharpie, also called Mateo. Now today we're gonna do we're gonna do something a little different. You know we've talked about uh, we're talking about different media. We talked about anime, manga, uh, movies, TV shows, a bunch of other stuff. We've talked about so much stuff here. It's crazy how much stuff we talk about. We're kind of like a multimedia podcast. We also talk about my own content, my video game, or not my video game, my visual novel, which is a video game. It's you know still still you know still um. Uh, uh, what's the word for when you, when, when, uh, controversial, it's still controversial, whether it's considered a video game or not, but, you know, I consider it one, but, uh, yeah, we've talked about all mediums here, but we haven't done books. Now, books are so fucking good, man. Let me tell you something. Manga and comics, have I talked about comics yet? I may have talked about comics already, I forget. I think I did. But um, uh, manga and comics, those are graphic novels, basically. Those are glorified graphic novels. I'm talking about a straight-up novella, book, straight-up light novel, scratch-on-a-page type of stuff, you know? And there is, like, no better book in my eyes. Well, there, there's, like, five really good books. Five really good. There are, like, five really good books. And one of the best ones in my eyes is Dante's Inferno. Inferno, if you will, by Dante Alighieri, Alighieri, Alighieri. I always fuck up the last name. I'll be honest. By Dante uh, Allegra. We'll just say that as a joke. Uh, I know it's not actually Allegra. It's one of the other two that I said earlier. But Inferno by Dante, dude. Oh my god, that is such a good book. Let me tell you guys something. I played. There's a video game based off of Inferno. Uh, I played it when I was in sixth grade, man, and that's when I fell in love with the book. So there's a book based off of, okay, so there's a video game based off the book of Inferno called, and the, the video game's called Dante's Inferno, so I always just call it Dante's Inferno, because even though it's just called Inferno by Dante, I call it Dante's Inferno because it's so much easier, you know? And then the book has an animated movie that goes alongside with it, and I'm pretty sure it's just like, it's just like a a prequel movie. I don't know. I've never seen the movie, but in the, in the video game, there's like snippets from the movie, but it's like an animated movie. I don't know if it, the animated movie is of the game itself or if it's like a prequel to the game. I think it's just in of the game itself, but man, Dante's Inferno is such a good video game and book. So uh, the video game obviously differs a little bit from the books, you know, in the book, you know, you're a soul that's lost on the path, you're in the woods, you meet Virgil, you go to the first layer of hell, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, until you meet, uh, the, until you meet, um, uh, oh, who do you, until you meet Lucifer, no, not Lucifer, do you meet Lucifer, who do you meet, who do you meet in the last layer of hell, it's one of the, it's one of the, it's one of the devils, you know, you have death, you have the devil, you have Lucifer, you have Satan, you, there's many different names, I think this one you meet Lucifer, because in the game, no, you don't. Oh, who do you meet? Okay, so, so in the video game, you kill death, right? In the video game, you kill death because uh, you get stabbed in the back and you're dying, but, but you kill death so you don't die. You cheat death and you kill him and you get his scythe. And in the game, as you're traversing through 
uh, the Infernos through the layers with Virgil being your guide. Lucifer uh, has your wife, Beatrice, and that's who you're chasing after. You're chasing after your love, Beatrice, who's been taken by Lucifer. But in the book, and in the game, that's like the end boss. You know, you fight Lucifer. But in the book, in the book, uh, who's the giant beast chomping on heads in in the book? I think it is Lucifer in the book. In the book, uh, Lucifer is chomping on the head of Judas and Brutus, right? Because Judas is, it's like the two ultimate betrayers, you know? Uh and I think there's a third one. It's the other guy that betrayed Julius Caesar, I think. But I don't I don't remember. I, th- I, I know for sure Judas and Brutus are there. And Lucifer is chomping on the skulls of, of Judas who betrayed Jesus, you know. And uh, Brutus, the one who de- uh, betrayed Julius Caesar, you know, et tu, Brute. Uh, famous line. And, and Julius Caesar, you know, with um, uh, Julius Caesar with, um, uh, oh, what's your face? What's your face? The... The lady, the lady, the lady. Uh, who's the lady from who, like, had an affair with Julius Caesar? Her name starts with an M, maybe? I forget. Ah, It's not Sacagawea. That's Lewis and Clark. Hold on. I'm going to quick Google search. Quick Google search. And there's an easy way to find this. Uh, Dante's. And you just search up the Dante's Inferno video game because she's in the Dante's Inferno video game. Dante's Inferno video game. Second layer of hell cleopatra i I didn't even finish i didn't even get let the fucking uh web page load all the way i knew i remembered it was cleopatra cleopatra she's the one that like slept with julius caesar right she's in the second layer of hell what was i talking about now what was i talking about now i forget what i was talking about god damn it where was i where was i Oh, yeah, but, like, our, we're talking about Julius Caesar, you know, Cleopatra, all that stuff, yada, 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 because Brutus betrayed him and stuff. But, uh, yeah, that's a book, video game. And, man, what great media, you know? Uh, in the book, be wary ye all who enter here, you know, on the gates outside. And in the book, it's – I uh, the book is better uh, – I don't want to say descriptive. The book is better descriptive-wise because in the game – it's not very descriptive because it's more visual because, you know, it's a game. You see everything, obviously. Um, but the book is better descriptive. Why? It's also better for the spirits because, you know, in the book, Dante meets many uh, shades. Shades, not spirits, in my bad. You, they call, they're called shades that you meet and helps him throughout it. Like Paola and the one lady who he cheated on, you know, Paola and the one lady. But in the video game, you meet uh, all these shades also, and you help them, you know. You can either purify them and send them to heaven, or you can um, uh, exhort them and send them uh, to hell, which you already in hell. But, like, you exhort, you kill them and send them to their rightful lair, the shades. But, man, I remember I was in uh, world history, sophomore year of high school, world history uh, A, we, uh, Mr. Conley was my teacher, Devon Conley, Grant, uh, Grant High School. He was, he's a great teacher, by the way. I love Mr. Conley. He's such a good teacher. And we were talking about world history and we came up to Dante because we learned about Dante in the books and stuff. And he goes, and we, no, no, that's not what it was. We were talking about religion because, you know, world religion, you know, you got the three main branches branching off and he started many wars and stuff. And we were talking about religion and hell and heaven. And he's like, man. He's like, have, has anyone played the video game Dante's Inferno? No one raised their hand. I raised my hand. And he's like, Mateo, you played Dante's Inferno? I was like, yeah. He's like, tell me what it's about. And he's like, oh, it's hell. You know, you go down, yada, yada, yada. He's like, correct. You're awesome. 
And then he goes, Dante's Inferno, the video game, is one of the best visual representations of what hell would look, of what, like, people think hell would look like. You know, of what scholars and, like, actual uh, people think hell would look like. And I was like, man, that shit is metal as hell. Like, metal as in, like, you know, like, metal, you know what I mean? Like, it's out there. It's, like, crazy. Because, dude, that game is fucking crazy, like... It is so bizarre, and it's it's a really good representation of what hell looks like, man. It's pretty spooky. Like even as a sixth year, sixth grader, and I was going to say six year old, as a sixth grader playing that game and like being in hell and traversing for it, man, it was a little spooky. Like it wasn't terrifying, but it like it was suspenseful, you know. Like it put you on the edge of your seat. You didn't really know what you were going to do. But man, dude, those books. Are good. I, 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 and, and, and I haven't read, uh, uh, Purgatorio or Paradiso because, uh, I, I really, I really wanted to own the whole Divine Comedy, but I, I just have three copies. Is that three? Yeah, I'm looking at my bookshelf right now. The same bookshelf with my Pokemon Adventure manga on it, believe it or not. <laughs> They're sitting right next to each other, also. How convenient. I'm looking at my bookshelf. I own three copies of Inferno, all from school that I took like four years ago when I was a, a senior in high school. I just took them. Well, I didn't take them, but, like, they were lent out, and they were never asked for them back. So I just have four copies of Inferno, you know? Like, they never asked for them back, so I just have them still. I could return them, but they probably... But now they don't even teach Inferno anymore, and it's kind of upsetting, man. Because I remember I was at work, and one of my buddies, uh, I was talking to them. I was like, hey, you started your freshman year. This was, like, three years ago also. I was like, you started your freshman year. Uh, When you read Inferno hook me up i will tell you all the answers to your homework quest or quizzes and tests i will ace inferno for you because i love that book so much and it turns out they didn't fucking read it they didn't study it they don't they don't teach inferno anymore i was really bummed out man such a good book i think uh i think it's because there's not a lot to learn from it like there's no learning there's no story well there is a story but there's like no moral value like um uh like to kill a mockingbird story you know um uh of mice and men story macbeth story lessons all of these books have lessons with them oh what was that other one we read what was that other one we read uh the crucible story lesson um all these books have stories and lessons but like besides <laughs> besides uh dante's inferno there's no lesson it's just like hey Dante's lost as he's going to hell. He, he he lost his way upon his path, and in the woods he finds the highway to hell, literally, and he goes through it, man. But it's it's weird, man. It's you know that is Dante's Inferno. They don't teach it, which I can understand it, you know. But <clears throat> this is where we get into uh to the interesting part of the pot. I said this is gonna be an interesting part. I'm gonna take um I'm gonna read some. Uh, inferno because i haven't read it in like four years and i think it would be fun to share it with you guys i've also wanted to <coughs> uh narrate a book i've wanted to narrate a book uh, at least once and it being a book that i actually enjoy and i've read before i think it'll be fun so uh i am going to open the book and start reading now are we ready here we go i'm actually opening the book now dante inferno a new translation by anthony Solin. illustrations by gustav dore man the modern library classics. Inferno. Translated, edited, yeah, 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 yeah. 
Dante Alighieri <laughs> is an Italian poet who's great. I won't read the preamble to all this. The Divine Comedy shortly. Oh, he completed Divine Comedy shortly before his death in September 1321. This book's old. It is really old. Okay. I've been talking a lot today, so uh, I apologize for my voice is harsh. I've, I was at work for fucking nine to ten hours. Crazy shifts, man, but hey. You know? <laughs> Illustrations. Pa Paolo and Francesca. That's what we're talking about. Paola and Francesca. Introductions and Plato's fate. Uh, I don't care about introductions. Unity, Christ, God, unity. Things have an end. Aristotle, a biologist, but how you said it, all everything strive towards some finished state, some perfection of the inherent structure. The acorn, yada, yada, yada. Hell, purgatory, and heaven. Inferno, paradiso. Or purgatorio, paradiso is what I meant. Let us serve. Let us observe a few of the implications of the principle for the inferno. Readers may be surprised at first by how little fire there is in Dante's hell. That is because the meaning of fire is, un is, in is incompatible with the punishment of most sins. Lester portrayers of eternal damnation have fixed upon the fire. Okay. Uh, this is, dude, this introduction is long. This is like 15 pages in. Okay. Okay, I think we're ready now. Inferno. Canto 1, line 1. Lost in a dark wood, threatened by three beasts, Dante is rescued by Virgil, who proposes a journey to the other world. That's the that's the chapter. That's the chapter. I'm a summary right there. Canto one summary. <clears throat> Midway upon the journey of our life, I found myself in a dark wilderness, for I had wandered from the straight and true. How hard a thing it is to tell about the wilderness so savage, dense and harsh. Even to think of it renews my fear. It is so bitter. Death is hardly more. But to reveal the good that came to me, I shall relate the other things I saw. How I had entered, I can't bring to mind. I was so full of sleep just at that point when I first left the way of the truth behind. But when I reached the foot of a high hill, right where the valley opened to its end, the valley that I had pierced with my heart with fear, I raised my eyes and saw its shoulders robbed with the rays of the wandering light of heaven. And then, after heaven, there's a explanation that wandering light of heaven italian pienta planet it is the sun considered a planet or a wandering light revolving around the earth since this was since this was older in 1300s they didn't know that the earth and everything else revolved around the sun they still thought the sun revolved around the earth so the light of heaven is actually just the sun that they thought was <laughs> that was spiraling around them <clears throat> okay the wandering light of heaven that leads all men over, all right on every road. That quieted a bit the dread that stirred, trembling within the waters of my heart, although that night of misery I endured. And as a man with labored breathing drags his legs out of the water and ashore, fixes his eye upon the dangerous sea. So basically this first uh, page is just Dante, he was lost, he didn't know where to go. And uh, eventually he just wanders someplace and he can't remember how he got there. His like mind was numbed, you know, he was just wandering and wandering and wandering. He was lost and he, but he doesn't remember how he got there, but he eventually arrived, you know, <coughs> he did eventually arrive. So to my mind while staying, let me start over. 
So to my mind, while still a fugitive, turned back to gaze upon that past which never let a man escape alive. When I had given my weary body rest, I struck again over the desert slope, and the finer foot the other... Bleh. What? I struck again over the desert slope, ever the firmer foot the one below. That makes more sense. And look, just where the steeper rise began, a leopard light of foot and quick to lunge, all covered in a pelt of flecks and spots. Who stood before my face and would not leave, but did so check me in the path I trod, I often turned to go the way I came. The arrow was morning at the break of dawn. The sun was mounting higher with those stars. Stars being the constellation Aries. It is springtime. We're calling the springtime of the universe. So it, he sees Aries, so it's springtime and the sun's rising. Again, he doesn't know how he got here. He was he was just wandering around. He was lost, and he has no recollection of how he get there. His mind was blurry. And now there's a leopard in front of him. <laughs> that shone besides him when the love divine... Excuse me, oh my god. <laughs> in the beginning made their beauty move, and so they were a cause of hope for me, and get free of that beast of flashy hide. <clears throat> the waking hour in that sweet time of year... But hope was not strong, so strong that I could stand. Bold when a lion stepped before my eyes. This one seemed to be coming straight for me. His head held high, his hunger hot with wrath, seemed to strike tremors in the very air. Then a she-wolf, whose scrawniness seemed stuffed with all men's craving sluggish with desires, who had made many life a wretchedness. So there's a leopard, uh, a lion, and a female wolf, a she-wolf, in front of him. Whew, what's he going to do? Super spooky. Ooh, what are you going to do? What you going to... And this is like, what you going to do? It's like when Hulk Hogan speaks. He goes, what you going to do, brother? But I'm not going to do my Hulkster voice because uh, that will kill my voice. Doing any kind of Hulk Hogan impression or Macho Man Randy Savage impression kills a voice, dude. It kills a voice if you're not used to it. <clears throat> so heavily she weighed my spirit down, pressing me by the terror of her glance. I lost all hope to gain the mountaintop. And as a gambler winning with a will, happening at the time when he must lose, turns all his thoughts to weeping and despair. So I, by that relentless beast who came against my step-by-step step and drove me back to where the sun is silent evermore. So he's getting pushed back by the three beasts before him. Now while I stumbled to the deeper woods, before my eyes appeared a form of one, who seemed hoarse having held his word so long. And when I saw him in the endless waste, mercy upon me, mercy, I cried out. Whatever you are, a shade or man in truth, he, he answered me, no man, I was a man. And both my camets, bleh, let me see that. He answered me, no man, I was a man. And both my parents came from Lombardy and Monte. They called their native lamb. In the last days of Julius, I was born and lived in Rome under the god Augustus. In the time of the false and cheating gods, I was a poet. I sang of how this... The, that just son of Anchises, Anchises, uh, the son of Anchises, Aeneas. Oh yeah, because Virgil's the the writer of the Aeneid. Yeah, that makes sense now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, where her proud towers and walls are burnt to dust. But you, why do you turn back to such pain? Why don't you climb that hill that brings delight, the origin of your cause of very of every joy? Then you are, you are Virgil, and that spring swelling to such a rich stream of verse. I answered him, my forehead full of shame. 
honor and light of every poet may my long study avail me and the love that you made search the volume of your work you are my teacher my authority you are alone from whom i took this dial whose loveliness has honored me see there the beast that makes me turn inside save me from her oh man renowned and wise she sets the pulse of trembling in my veins it is another journey you must take, replied the poet when he saw me weep. If you wish to escape this savage place, before this beast that makes you cry for help, never lets any passer along her way, but checks his path until she takes his life. So Dante and Virgil are talking right now. Virgil's like, or Dante's like, who are you? And Virgil's like, I am no man. I am yada, yada, yada from this time period, time period. I wrote this. Dante, oh, Virgil, I like you. Virgil. Shut up, bitch. That one insert a line from Monday Night Raw where The Rock is talking to Triple H and he goes, Shut up, bitch. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, this is Virgil still talking still. So vicious is her nature, so ill-bent. She never stuffs her ravenous will enough, but after feeding hungers all the more. Many a living soul takes her to wife, and many shall until the greyhound comes. He who will not make her die in misery. Not land, not lucre, he will feed upon, but wisdom, love, and strength shall be his meat. And by the cloth of felt he will be born. He will bring the health of humbled Italy, and land for which, the land for which the maid Camilla died. Anissus, Turnus, and Aurelius. Through every village he will hunt her down until at least he drives her back to hell. <clears throat> whence, envy, where, whence envy set her loose upon the world. And so I judge it, you will be best I'd be best for you yeah. And so I judge it, it would be best for you to follow me, and I will be your guide, leading you through an eternal place. Where you will hear the groans of hopeless men and will look upon the sorrowing souls of old, crying in torment to the second death. So Virgil's just saying, I'm gonna be your guide through hell, bud, and you're gonna have to fucking deal with me. Then you will look upon the souls content to wait in fire because they hope someday to come among the nation of the blessed. So look at the dead guys. They want to go to heaven. Should you then wish to rise and go to them, another soul will come. And then the other soul is Beatrice, Dante's lover. Who will um uh, take him through paradise once he gets there. But that's in book three. Yeah. Uh... Should you then wish to rise and go to them, another soul will come worthier than I. With her, I will leave you, and when I go my way, for the great emperor who reigns above, because I was a rebel to his law, will not allow me to enter his realm. Everywhere he commands, from there he rules. There stand his city and his lofty throne. Happy the man he chooses for his house. God doesn't like Virgil. Virgil's a bad boy. <laughs> Poet, I said to him. I beg of you, by that same God you never knew that I may flee this evil and the worst to come. Lead me now to see the place you tell me of, so I may see St. Peter's Gate. And those you say are dwelling in such misery. St. Peter's Gate is the are the gates to purgatory. You know, the, the, the in-between between, between uh, heaven and hell. He set on, and I held my pace behind. And that's Canto 1. How long is Canto 2? One page, two page, three, four, five. Uh, yeah, we can, we can, we can do um, uh, we can do Canto too. I'm down for a Canto too. <laughs> you guys are down for Canto too. Also, you have no fucking say in this. You're stuck here with me. Get fucked, loser.
bitch. <laughs> All right. Uh, to settle Dante's doubts about his worthiness to take the journey, Virgil tells of how Beatrice came down from heaven to beg his help. So Beatrice uh, comes down from heaven, begs Virgil to help Dante because he's lost and he's going to go to hell. And Beatrice wants to be with Dante forever because they're in love. They're in mad love. They're like little uh, horny high schoolers. They can't get away from each other, you know? <clears throat> okay. Whew. So the day wore away and the dark air released the living souls that dwell on earth from all their labors. I alone remained. Girding myself to bear and battle through the journey and the pity of my heart, which memory never straying uh, shall recount. O muses, O high genius, help me now. O memory that engraved the things I saw, here shall your worth be manifest to all. Poet, I started, you who guide my steps, see to my strength, make sure it will suffice. Before you trust me to so hard to walk down a road you tell of Silvis' father who went down the immortal world still in flesh and with his flesh senses all aware yet if the adversary of all evil showed him this grace it does not seem unfit to <coughs> intellects that see the great result both who and what was meant to spring from him for he was chosen in the heaven of heavens father and sacred Rome of her command uh and these, if we would speak the truth, were set firmly in place to be the holy throne where the successor of great Peter sits. Upon this journey which you celebrate, he learned of things which were the cause of both his triumph and the mantle of the Pope. Later, the chosen vessel also went to bring back comfort, strengthen the faith, which <clears throat> is the first step of salvation's way. But I, who grants my coming, and for what? I'm no Aeneas, I'm no St. Paul, no one, not I myself, could think me worthy. So if I should enter on this quest, I fear it would be mad and foolish. But you're wise, you understand more than any words can say. And as a man who unwills what he wills, changing his plans for every little thought, but still withdraws from kind of start. So did I turn my mind on the dark verge for thinking away at the enterprise. So I prompt in the beginning to set forth. If I have understood your words all right, replied the shade that, uh, uh, great-hearted man your spirit has been bruised by cowardice which may time so weighs a man uh man's heart down it turns him from a glorious enterprise as shadows fool a horse that shies away that you may slip this worry and go free i'll tell you why i came and what i heard when you at first pitied you misery turning the page <laughs> i was among the souls in limbo limbo being uh the 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 first layer of hell where you're not uh, actually in hell uh well you're in hell but you're like not in the bad parts of hell like you're in hell but you're this is like vip hell where we're all the great um uh uh we're all the great uh what are the people called that think about stuff we're all the great thinkers we're all the great philosophers we're all the great philosophers live like aristotle and those guys <clears throat> this is where they hang out I was among the souls of limbo when so lovely a blessed a lady called to me. I asked her for the grace of a command. Her eyes were shining brighter than the stars, and she addressed me with an angel's voice, sweetly and softly in such words as these. O oh, kind and gracious soul of Monte, whom the world still renowns and ever shall, whose fame will last as long as earth endures, the friend I love, and not a fortunate friend, has been so checked along his journey up the desert slope, he has turned back for dread. And from what I have heard of him in heaven, I fear he may have wandered so far wrong. My rising for help may come too late. Go then, and with the beauty of your words and any skill you have to set him free, 
help him that I may be consoled. I am the blessed Beatrice who bid you go. Love makes me speak and bades me hasten from the place that stirs my longing to return. <clears throat> when I shall stand before my Lord, I vow often to speak to him in high praise of you. Then she fell silent. And I thus began. O lady of that power whereby alone the human race descends all mortal things dwelling below the circle of the moon. When you command is such a grace indeed, it would be late had I obeyed already. Show me your will, for that is all you need. But tell me why it does not worry you to descend in the center of the world from that vast realm you burn to see again. Because you wish to know things to the core, replied the lady. I will tell in brief why I am not afraid to enter here. The only things that justly cause us fear are those that have the power to do us harm. The others, not at all. By the free gift of God, I have been fashioned in such form, no misery you feel can touch me now. No flame of these hellfire can harrow me. A gentle lady in heaven was so moved with pity for her soul, whose way is barred. She broke the rigid sentence from above. She called so Lucy, making this request. Your faithful follower now has need of you. I give him over to your loving care. Lucy, the foe of cruelty, arose and hastened to the place where I sat besides Rachel on the ancient days. Beatrice, true praise of God, why do you not come to the aid of him who loved you so that for your sake he left the common word? Do you not hear him weeping piteously? Do you not see the death he wrestles with upon the flood tide of the violent sea? No man has ever, no man was ever quicker in the world to seize his prophet to flee his harm. Than I was when I heard the words she spoke, leaving my blessed seat to come down here to trust my to rest my trust upon you, your noble speech, which honors those who heed it well. When she had finished speaking to me so, she turned her glistening eyes all bright with tears, which made me all the readier to go. So what you're saying is Virgil's a massive simp for Beatrice. He said, I'll do anything for you, my queen. You are my queen. I love you, but I don't love you. I just respect you a lot, and I'd be willing to do anything for you because Dante loves you, and I can't love you. And you love Dante, so I can't love you or Dante either. And so I came to you as she desired, raising <clears throat> raising you from the beast that faced you down and stole you the short way up the hill. What is it then? Why stand here? Why delay? Why let such cowardice come take you by heart? Why are you not a fire and bold and free, seeing that there's such ladies blessed in heaven care for you, healing from their court above? And what I tell you holds forth so much good. As little flowers shut small and bowered beneath the frost of the night when the sun brightens then rise open petally on their stems upright so did my weary courage surge again as such sweet boldness rushed in my heart i cried out as a man at least set free O lady of compassion and my help and your most gracious who obeyed her wish soon as you heard the truth she spoke to you your words have put my heart in order now kindling so great a longing to set on you've turned you've turned me to set our first intention go go for we too now shower only will alone you are my guide, my teacher, and my lord. So did I say to him. Then we set forth, taking the deep and savage wooded path. And that's the end of Canto 2. And that's all I'm going to read, because uh, this book is hard to read. It's so much easier to just read it in your head. It's so hard to read it out loud, I realize now. Good thing I wasn't reading it out loud in school. Otherwise, I would have fucked up more than I probably have right now. Although, when I did read in school, I often read a lot slower. Like, I read a lot slower. Like, sh it's crazy how much slower I read. <clears throat> but I digress. I digress. I digress a lot. Let me tell you, 
digressing side tangents for me baby but uh yeah i think that's it for this episode i talked about don i love dante's inferno also that's why i have three copies of it but oh yeah the book i was talking about earlier i was talking about a book i couldn't remember that we read senior year it was 1984 1984 great book also great book i have a copy of 1984 that i took from school also but maybe we'll read that another time Although the chapters in that are long, you know, brother, Big Brother is always watching, so can't really speak their language and religion out aloud. But anyway, uh, thank you for listening to this episode of Sharp Points. Sharp Points. Sharp Points is my interview show. Sharp Points. It's the it's the show with Sharp Points and even sh- what is it? How do Sharp Points go? Hello from the Ninth Three Point One Studios. I'm Sharp and the intern, and we're watching Sharp Points. It's a show with sharp points and even sharper questions. That's it. Just the show with sharp points and even sharper questions. So, uh, as uh, anyways, that's it for Sharp Talks, the show with sharp talks and even sharper topics. As always, I am your host Sharpie, aka Mateo, and this has been Dante's Inferno.